0: Are you currently enjoying this show on the Stitcher app? Then you need to know Stitcher is going away on August 29th. Yep, going away. As in kaput, gone, dead. Rest in peace, Stitcher. And thanks for 15 years of service to the podcast community. So switch to another podcast app and follow this show there. Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen.
1: Gang, for over a year now, I've been talking about True Hemp Science full-spectrum CBD oils and how they've reduced my anxiety and helped me get better sleep without waking up feeling foggy and confused. I've also talked about the full-spectrum CBD bombs that relieved my hand pain last year and made playing piano and guitar much easier. Well, gang, today I'm going to tell you about True Hemp Science organic gummies made with full-spectrum hemp oil that are available now. They come in two different gauges. There are uh, 50 milligram ones that have 50 milligrams, Of CBD and 1.5 milligrams of THC, then there are ones that are 100 milligrams of CBD and 5 milligrams of THC. Absolutely delicious uh, lemon-lime slash orange flavors and also watermelon-black cherry flavors. Super, super delicious. Now, now they also have a complete line of full-spectrum CBD products, including oils, tinctures, skincare lotions, sports rubs, chocolates, gummies, all kinds of stuff. Well, gang, How Did I Get Here has teamed up with True Hemp Science to bring you a very special offer that benefits all of us. Spend $100 or more at TrueHempScience.com and you will get a free gift. Just enter the code H-D-I-G-H at checkout. There's a little code place there for you to enter it, H-D-I-G-H, and you will get a free gift with purchase. That's right. Go to TrueHempScience.com and balance your body and mind with True Hemp Science. Let's get down. Can you make- Johnny, I'm your host. Welcome to the show. I hope you guys have all had a good weekend, holiday weekend, good holiday weekend. Is it a holiday weekend if the holiday is actually on the Tuesday? Because I'm actually, we're dropping this show on Monday, July 3rd. which dropping on a Monday, so that means we're dropping three shows this week. That's what's happening this week. Got a lot of shows in the can. Got a lot of uh, time-sensitive stuff. Got to put it all out. So three shows, all right? Um, I hope you guys did have a good holiday weekend. I am doing this on Saturday because I'm spending the, the day's... Learning songs for a band I'll be playing with called Fastball. That's right. Fastball, uh, guys from Fastball reached out last week and asked me if I'd be interested in, 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 uh, in playing some shows with them. Not all of their shows with them, but some of their shows, like their longer shows. So I'm going to start by playing in Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania, and Grand Rapids, Michigan at the end of this month. Those will be my first shows, and I'll be doing some regional shows around Texas. I'll let you know what public shows I'll be doing with them. I know they're doing a Smash Mouth tour or something in the fall that I will not be on because those are shorter sets, but I will be playing with them around, so I've got a lot of songs to learn. I gotta, I'll got i be playing keyboards and guitar and singing backup. I'm really excited to be doing this. Sorry, I sound kind of deadpan about it, but I'm, I'm fucking so excited. These guys are dear old friends of mine, known them for 30 years, and uh, I'm a huge fan of their music. And actually digging into their catalog has been such a joy this week. Like I got the playlist, made the playlist and been listening to it. They have a new album coming out. Uh, I've been listening to the music from the new album. A fucking a band that's been around, guys that are so good, like they have consistently put out great music. And I wonder if sometimes people get taken for granted for that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this band always puts out great albums. They're great. Every couple of years, they put out a fucking great album. Then they are a great great band that has been around now for almost 30 years. These guys, I'm really honored to get to be a part of it. I'm I'm really excited to be hanging out with my friends, uh, people that I love being around anyway, and people that I love playing with just played with miles on this thing. And I've done a bunch of stuff with Tony in the past. Love all those guys. I've never really played with Joey, but I've always been a big fan of watching him play and they're all really sweet and really nice. And it's going to be a lot of fun to get to play with them. So I'm very excited about this fastball stuff, but that's kind of what I'm doing this weekend is charting everything out And uh, figuring out what I'm playing guitar on, what I'm playing keyboards on, what parts I'll be actually playing. And so anyway, that's kind of like what I'm doing is sorting out all of this music this weekend. I'm also, uh, Jenny and Rosie and I are going to go to the farmer's market today, which is really fun. There's a farmer's market at Republic Square Park there in downtown Austin. If you live here in town, it's always very fun to go there. Rosie and I usually walk there, but now that it's 800,000 degrees, we will be driving there. That's what that's what will be going on. We'll go down there. We'll walk around. We'll taste some stuff. I usually end up buying dog treats and maybe a couple of vegetable things I like. Um, uh, Gang, I have a great show for you guys today. I have an incredible, incredible show for you guys today. I'm very excited to bring you this show because I have known Noel Hampton and Andre Moran from the Bell Sounds for about 20 years now, I think. All right. I was in this band, started playing with this band called Endosheen in 2003 much like what I'm going to be doing with fastball, uh, playing guitar and keyboards and kind of being the water, filling in what the rest of the guys can't do, what they've done on their recordings, right? So, uh, kind of like an auxiliary guy. <laughs> That's my jam. So, I was playing with this band, Endoshin, and they were friends with Andre and Noel, and we became friends. And over the years, I can't remember their last band, what their last band was called. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on it. But... Uh, They started the Bell Sounds, I think around 10 years ago, nine or 10 years ago, they started the Bell Sounds and they started uh, reaching out of they were kind of in this Americana singer songwriter jam and doing all this stuff. They started the Bell Sounds and and Noel slowly has sort of like asserted her, uh, her vision and her creativity and her songwriting and her production so now she's producing these records they have a brand new record out called 4 Fathoms Deep it's an EP it's fucking great and i am i said it on the show it's 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 my favorite record of the year so far i fucking love it and i would if you don't know the bell sounds if you're listening to the show and you're like who are the bell sounds um, the bell sounds you can file it under like heim it's beautiful it's great music it's modern it uh it does have flavors of of 80s synth music synth pop that all of us grew up on and loved and is popular again in its own way but it's also forward thinking and it's also not a flash in the pan moment stuff it's just great fucking music Great production, great songs, great performances, amazing guitar work from uh, from Andre Moran. It's funny because it's not as like featured as like... It's like all these cool parts, which is what I'm super into and Andre's really into too. Anyway, this record, Four Fathoms Deep, uh, it, it, they've been working on it, I guess, for the last year since... Uh, The Congress house closed. Andre Moran was, was the, was the house engineer there at the Congress house and ran that place. Now he runs Cedar Creek studio. So, uh, what they do is Noelle starts the songs and starts her own thing. I think on her own like laptop writing and recording, she brings the files over to Andre. They flesh it out. They bring in other members of the band and they do stuff like that. So that's how they make these records, but it is, it is Noelle's vision as a, as a, as a songwriter, as a visionary. And as a producer and watching her grow like this and really like take control of this, she's ended up being uh, collaborating with all these great artists like Wendy Colonna. She's just done a couple of songs with the great Sabrina Ellis from A Giant Dog and Sweet Spirit. And this record, Four Fathoms Deep, is just an incredible uh, journey into that creativity and production and songwriting and it's an adventure to listen to and the songs are fucking great. My favorite song on here is New Kind of Sad. I'm going to play it on here cuz I really really like it. Um but uh but yeah I want to thank Andre and Noel for for coming on the show. I want to thank them for making such a great EP. This is my favorite EP of the year. You can find them at thebellsounds.com. Now listen, they are celebrating the release of Four Fathoms Deep with a release party this Saturday, July 8th at the Pershing. Uh, Their special guest will be Sabrina Ellis. Doors are at 7 p.m. I guess that means shows at 8. I'm not sure. You can find out more more about it by going to thebellsounds.com and getting into their music. So uh, Andre and Noel have been on a bunch of times. I don't even know how many times. That's why this is titled The Bell Sounds. 2023 and so without further ado let's talk to these amazingly amazingly lovely and talented people Andre Moran and Noel Hampton the bell sounds let's get down So, okay, so I didn't call you when you sent it, even though I wanted to, and you guys walked in, and I wanted to say it. I did say congratulations. Your EP came out today. Woo-hoo. This is my favorite album so far of the year.
2: Really? Yes, wow. it's weird. Is that weird?
1: No, oh, it's just weird <laughs> when your friends make your album that like, you're like. you like, shit, man, this is my jam. Yes. Yeah. yes. yeah. It's incredible. The songs are incredible. You guys, the performances are incredible. The Hello. sounds are incredible. Hello. I do want to talk about mm. some... Is there what's is there real drums on stuff? Yes, we it's we almost yeah. always do
2: a combo. Yeah. So I'll I'll program some stuff and then um, we'll take it to the studio and our drummer will play over it. So we almost everything we have both programming and right. real drums. Mixed we did together. actually
3: we did more on this one. I think real we drums, did, more real. Yeah, but we also did a lot of triggering. Yeah. So okay. it's it's really a, a hybrid because there's <laughs> one song that is all programmed. Um, I think is only programmed.
2: maybe new kind of sad. Yeah. I think may b- only be programmed. Yeah. But that's yeah, usually, my... usually we usually we have a lot of, of both combo. Yeah.
1: That's my favorite song in my really? That's my summer jam. What? I decided. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's see, I've been waiting to depression. lay it all on you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like <laughs> wow. that. But I like a snappy chorus in the summer.
2: Man, I love to write a dark pop song, <laughs> <doesn't>? you know? <laughs> yeah. Like a very catchy song about just a horrible subject, you know? Which is deep, deep depression. But I can yeah. write a pop song out of anything.
3: That's the best kind. It
1: That's actually, the best kind.
3: I, I agree. There's something to that. And I, you have that knack. You I always do. have. It's always been like. I love this song. Well, it's about suicide or it's about somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. doing, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like, it's about a stalker, stalker or yeah, something and people
2: are like, like with their candles lit in the audience, like jamming along. I'm like, you're not listening to the lyrics. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what this is about. Do
1: you do, do? I mean, do you, when you listen to music, do you, cause I, I, I sometimes I'll be like, oh no, that's my favorite song. Then someone will be like, I oh, really like, and then you start listening to it. You're like, oh fuck. It just kind of like, I got the melody and I just kind of
2: yeah, yeah, took yeah. whatever
1: vibe I wanted out of the ether and applied it to this song and that's what it does for me
2: it was kind of like new kind of sad on the ep was sort of one of those songs where it felt like we hadn't attached to the right thing quite yet and so i felt like like new kind of sad was kind of the stepchild for a while and we were spending a lot of time on all the other songs and then i kind of worked on it privately a little bit more and then brought it back to the studio and then andre and i kind of sat with it and tried to nurse it into like what it became and then at the end i was listening to it and i said andre I was like i think this is one of my favorites yeah now. yeah so you just kind of a surprise sometimes favorite. it surprises yeah. you you yeah. know what ends up being one of your faves on your yeah. own project you know
1: yeah well that one is definitely like is my favorite
2: yeah awesome. but they're
1: all they're all the songs are great and that, that talk talk song i didn't i didn't realize it was talk talk until i read a thing today and as soon as the melody as soon as i listened to it again i was like they really do have a thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Talk Talk.
1: Yeah, like they really do. Oh, like the melody yeah. of that song. Oh yeah. It's like you're like, oh, that is Talk Talk.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh
1: yeah. It's making the hair on my arms stand up. Yeah. I that's love that. That's, that's song. a weird song too. It's Great so bass weird. line, too. Yeah.
2: Oh god. Yeah. So cool. And on the on the real track, it's kind of like that part do, doo doo do, mm-hmm. is played on a piano, oh. mixed with I think a real bass and a piano kind of doing it together. I yeah. think. And so I did it with a synth bass to do that. Do, 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 mm-hmm. do. And then Greg played like counter bass on it, which was kind of weird because they didn't do that on the. So right, he's right. just kind of going like holding down a big do, old do. note. Yeah, did it. And kind of doing <laughs> his like pulse type <laughs> things, do, do, which wasn't on the original track. And then on the original track, when it gets to the solo section, um, there's like a pia- the piano does the melody line that I end up singing on oh, yeah, our yeah, version, because yeah. I go, do, 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 do. And that's exactly what they play on their piano solo, but it's just me doing it vocally. Doots. Awesome. Instead, said, it was just so fun to dive into that song and always wanted to do it. And um, I remember it was the day that, do you remember the day that um, our friend, our mutual Austin friend, Daniel T- Sahad, yes. passed away? And uh, I remember being at home and I heard about his passing for those of you that don't know, Daniel was in a great band here called Nane.
1: Amazing. Yeah. And yeah.
2: Uh, he left us very unexpectedly and very in a sad way last year, I think it was. Yeah, last year. And um, and I, I heard so. that day yeah. and I thought the best thing I could do to heal myself and just heal like all those feelings was just to go write in the studio and do a, a song. And I didn't feel like messing around with something of my own. I didn't feel like trying to write. I just wanted to make music. So I just thought about all the covers I wanted to do, and I just started, launched right into that and kept on going. So he he inspired it. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: How much of the new studio of the Cedar Creek influenced like this? Because you're in a new environment, and I know that that must inform everything you're doing at the same time. Because the last... And the the last one, the all about love, you you were at the Congress Not House. Still day. at Congress yeah, House, yeah.
3: yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, it's it's just a it's a similar vibe, you know. You've been there. It's like they both are very. I mean, now Congress House is no longer there, but they both have very like comfortable on yes. kind of 70s yes. would yeah. like make you feel at home and make you feel like just badass records yeah. have been made in those studios so the vibe seemed really similar to me and the fact that Andre was still in command of the engineering feels so familiar so um, to me it's, it's just like a lovely new space that we get to be working out of we feel very lucky every day that we get to work out of that studio yeah You know, Andre's done a great job of kind of bringing (laughs) it back to life. Yeah. And, um, he's worked really hard on that. So for the last two years, basically, and now it's, um, now it's just it's just shiny and awesome and spectacular. It is
1: so it's so awesome there.
3: It's pretty awesome, yeah. yeah. It's um, pretty awesome. I'd say it's been it's easy, kinda... but I'd be lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been. a There's lot no of way work. it's been easy. No, it's been like a lot it's of too work.
1: badass to no, have been easy. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it just was yeah.
2: sitting there for a long time without anyone really using it, and there was so much disrepair. And so when we took it over, we just needed to like rebuild like there needed to be the, all the decks rebuilt and the entryways right. and yeah. um just all air the conditioning. Like, yeah, air conditioning <laughs> so yeah. yeah it was a lot
1: there was a thing i was wondering that day that i went to the the art party there yeah. uh i was wondering if it's different for you sonically as a person sitting behind the desk in between the speakers in such a much bigger brighter room than that Fucking little tiny <laughs> room <realistic congressos>. at <laughs> nice the Congress <laughs> House. It's funny. No, I love the Congress House, yeah, but yeah. I mean that's just a different environment
0: oh, sonically. Yeah. Very different. Very
3: different. I, I I think of the Congress House control room now. It feels like a cockpit compared to Cedar Creek. Because, and I mean, even the first two months when we moved in, it was like. I would lose my phone. Right. It's just, so it's like, you know, <laughs> I'd be like, Where I, where's this? And, but now it, now it feels super comfortable. I love yeah. it. There's, you know, natural light coming in. And yeah. uh, it sounds great. Uh, we've tweaked the acoustics or everything. Yeah, they've just, done
2: a lot of work in, in the acoustics. So things are role. sounding
3: good.
1: So I'm really happy with that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Is it Who all do you have, like, working with you out there? Do you have other folks?
3: Uh, like other engineers? Yeah. Uh, well, uh since Wire closed, Stuart Sullivan's come in and done some oh, projects. I love so him so all. much. Yeah, he's a great dude. I'm sorry
1: that place
0: closed. I
3: know. Um it sucks. But uh, you know, he's like he's what that was number three version of wire, I think. So yeah, that was the third incarnation. So I I took Rosie
1: to, to get a bath one day and I looked at the thing and it was it was that wire they still have the glass you can wash your dog right in front of the like in the
3: control room of what it was on on, on south lamar yeah 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 Yeah. that's what i always tell people i'm like you know the 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 doggy washing place yeah that used to be recording studio yeah Yeah.
1: it was uh what was his name andrew andy taubes yeah because that's where we did uh our
3: album peep show when i was oh really yeah i didn't know that yeah (laughs) oh yeah I did a couple records over there. It was funky, but cool. It sounded great. And- Very yeah. funky. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's why I'm so. really happy that Andre got to, um, you know, kind of come in and, and start running this place because with Cedar Creek, because we just don't need another studio to go away. We oh, need that no. to be like preserved. And this and- is like,
3: like Arlen kind of yeah, level it is. place yeah. that, yeah. you know, in the history. I mean, it, I think it's te- technically it's the oldest studio. I mean, cuz it started as a studio in the 70s as Rough Cedar. Oh really? You know, and I was talking to Lloyd Maines the other day. I didn't realize he did stuff when it was still Rough Cedar before Fred bought it and became Cedar Creek. Okay. And it's I mean it's really interesting the whole connection cuz Mark did stuff there. He did. I remember going yeah. there with him in the 80s. Uh-huh. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember
1: what he was doing if he was producing somebody or if yeah. it was him. I could,
3: And there was I that went. whole um what was it? Free flow production. Right. 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 Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, which I mean yeah. is way before our time. but yeah. The whole thing with Pecan Street. And yeah, I don't know. I mean the, the, Yeah. It's a lot of interesting history.
2: It's also just like where else in Austin right now? Can you go where it's in central Austin and it's on nine acres of land? And that's you feel the like weirdest you're in the thing. Country, yeah. You drive yeah. up and you're like, what where is am I? happening? Yeah. Where am I? Which is so lovely when you're recording because you go outside and you're just like, you feel like you went out into the hill country to make a record, but you're then you're like run down to bushes to get a coffee two minutes yeah. away or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's yeah. Pretty, yeah. yeah a radio. Yeah. It's, okay. it's, pretty yeah. it's pretty incredible. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. I mean,
3: it's six minutes from our house, yeah. which I love. That's you know? amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. awesome. Yeah. I go, you know, I'm there every day and it's like, wow, I'm in nature. I see deer and fox and yeah. owls wow. and hawks. And I mean, it's just, it's pretty incredible. to so, see. Yeah. I'm, I feel very
2: my My 86 uh, year old father mows the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> seven acres of actual grass. But he the rides field. a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, He Okay, good, them. thank It's, God. A, it's his right on, dream yeah. job. It's just his it's birthday. What, it was yeah, just right? his birthday. He just turned just 86 turned, yeah. and yeah. his dream was always to do a ride on mower thing. So he gets to do it now. It's the most exciting thing in his life, I swear to God. That's awesome. He loves it.
1: They, they're they so... I love your parents. Thank you. They're really them. like... They're like a fixture in they the are, Austin aren't they? scene. <laughs> like Everybody yeah, they'd be, knows them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so funny. <It's> so awesome.
2: I <laughs> you know, it cracks me up.
1: Um, Okay, so there's a lot of stuff I've been thinking about since I've been listening to this album very intently. Mm. And that is that you... Uh, do, are you producing other people now? I just
2: started, yeah. I'm, I did, just did two did... songs with Wendy Colonna. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Okay.
2: And um, those are done. And I'm I'm working with Sabrina Ellis on some stuff. That is so for cool. For Sabrina's solo project. But um, Sabrina's about to go on tour with a giant dog and probably not going to be back till like November. So it may have to just wait until then, which would be fine. But I wrote basically like five songs five tracks full of music Oh, and then, and then just like propose them. And we found two that we want to work on. And um, that's kind of how I've been doing things is I kind of just like make music and then start collaborating from there. It's pretty fun because I'm not very good. I've never been the kind of person that could like sit down and go, here's a chord. What do you think about this? What do you want to do? What are you thinking about right now? Let's yeah. write about how sad we are about this. You know, it's just not my jam to co-write that way. But I do really love like the collaboration of I have a musical idea, let's see what happens when we get this person to write lyrics over it. Like Wendy and I did that on one of the songs that we did together. I wrote I wanted to do like a soul disco song with her. I'd never heard her do that before. <laughs> I thought we gotta do a soul disco song, so we wrote that together. And I wrote the whole track and then just handed it to her basically.
1: Yeah. That last dp uh uh is it all about love uh-huh. yeah that that has some some soul dance music on there too oh yeah. oh
2: yeah, definitely I love yeah I mean our stuff is a little more like eighties influenced pop like dancy and this one is a little more like we wanted to kind of do something like um the revivalist like wish I knew you when I was young that kind of a song, you know.
1: That that's what I was gonna ask you is, is when you're when you're making these tracks, do you have those people in mind already, like Wendy or or Sabrina? Or oh, yeah, did yeah, you yeah, just have sure. those yeah, tracks?
2: Yeah, Sabrina had told me that they loved um like the, she, they had given me their influences. So I was like, you know, Annie Lennox and the Motels and all this really cool shit. So I was like already just in that mindset. I listened to a bunch of that stuff yeah. and then just started creating tracks. And what's cool about it for me is that it like takes me to a place where I would not go for the bell sounds, you know, because I'm stretching into areas that I just wouldn't normally do for my own band. Yeah, And so it's good for my musical growth as well you know to
1: me that's what this last decade has been like watching you from the outside like Mm. this person that has just been able to all of a sudden like your your palette has become very broad yeah like production wise and writing wise and it's it's really exciting to see Thank you. yeah
2: it feels that way to me and i know there are probably people that liked when we were a little more on natural, you know, guitar playing. But for me, this is what I always truthfully wanted to do. I always loved, I mean, I grew up with the music of the 70s and 80s. So for me, what we've become is kind of like a combo of like, yeah. let's take some of your favorite synth bands from the 80s and mix them with like Fleetwood Mac. And then right. we have this sound because it's, and we don't sound like anybody no. else, but we're also not reinventing the wheel. You know, right. it's not like I'm right. coming up with some new thing. No. But it's it's But it is. It it is fresh. Right, right,
1: right. And it is interesting as, uh, like, you're able to uh, play in the same sandbox that kids are playing in now without sounding like an idiot. Exactly. (laughs) Or fake. I'm serious. Because that's a lot of the reasons. Like, I try and do shit like that. And sometimes it comes off really... Like I'm trying to do something that sounds like that (laughs) more than a good song. You know what I mean? I
2: was looking at our Spotify, which by the way, I did. I I was so pissed at Spotify for so long that I was like one of those old people like Spotify deniers. So I did not promote our Spotify page at all. And because of that, I'm totally paying for it now because we barely have any Spotify followers. But maybe someday we will. But I was looking at who is listening to us. And the majority of our listeners are 18 to 27 like that's yeah. 60% of our listeners. So that's, you know, that's, that's great because for yeah. me, the, those people are growing with us and not, you know, not to say aging out, but in a way you want to, you right. want to be appealing to right. a new audience. You yes. Know? Dep- doesn't matter how old you are, you know, yeah. you should just do what authentically, you know, you feel, but if it ends up appealing to a younger audience, that's really pretty amazing.
1: Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It is. Yeah. yeah. I feel like nowadays, the way that people take in music, they're not as, uh, there's not as many walls up, you know? Like a, yeah. a kid will, will listen to like Maneater by Hollow Notes, followed by, <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, uh, for whom the bell tolls, tolls by Metallica yeah. yes. without thinking twice. But like when we were kids, a Metallica guy would beat you up if you were like, yeah, oh, Hey, God. I got the new H2O hollow oh, notes yeah. is great. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. yeah. so
3: much. I mean, that's what's, yeah, it's it floors me because it, it was so like definitive. Like you can't like these two bands, yeah, you know, which is stupid oh, yeah. in hindsight. Like why can't, I mean, music is music. So, I have yeah.
2: a, you know, I teach vocals and one of my students, um, hannah she's amazing and she just went to college she goes to college outside of new york doing musical therapy stuff but she and i have been working just recording songs so we'll get like some karaoke tracks or some things and record songs and she is like her taste she's like this week i want to do a carpenter song <laughs> and she sings the hell out of a carpenter song right and she knows yeah. them by heart she's yeah been yeah listening to this music and she's only 21 yeah And then, you know, the next week it's like, I want to do a boy genius song or I want to do whatever. And it's like, just they like exactly what you said. What a great thing to be able to like have no ego about what, you know, you just like good music.
1: Right. Right. I was describing your music to somebody and tell me if this is wrong. Rosie is going off over there. (laughs) Violent sex offender towards those pillows. (laughs) Should be a whole, I'm going to do a whole thing at the end of the year of all the people like recognizing it on the podcast. Like, yeah. oh my God, your dog's really, <laughs> yeah, it it's a dominant thing. Together. I already looked it up, but she didn't learn anything from me. My grandma said like, oh, you could tell whose dog that is. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> She's walking around the humping <laughs> Um, I would say file under heim. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you like them? Like if you were yeah. like if yeah. like if you, if I was like, oh, your manager, I'd be like, Oh well, maybe we should get him on tour with Haim because Haim fans would probably like
2: Yeah, I mean I think of like this. bands like Haim and like the you know, Lucius is a great uh-huh. example, yeah. especially the stuff that Lucius has been doing recently because it also went a little more um kind of Dancy pop but also still rooted in like really cool songs and beautiful harmonies right. and stuff like yeah. that i mean they're not writing dumb songs they're writing very smart songs but yeah. they're very poppy and catchy and beautiful and um you know i just i think yeah there are some people doing what we do and maybe we probably would be the closest to lucius i think at this point than anything else but i love you know always and like yeah they're cool yeah all those kinds of bands I mean, i love it if they're yeah. you know I love Phoebe Bridgers. I love all that stuff, but we just don't sound like that, you know. No. We don't do that. But
1: do you guys ever listen to Texas, that Scottish band?
0: No,
2: uh-uh.
1: I haven't heard um, of them. Cuz there was some some melodic stuff that just kind of reminded me of them. They're a great band. Okay. Well, yeah. I will
2: now.
0: Yeah.
1: They're really It's weird that there's a band called Texas and they're from Scotland. But Yeah, that's they are very good. Um so you're doing your record release show? At the Pershing, this is your first time playing there.
2: No, we played there for a Black Blackfret show. How'd you uh, like it? Last October, it was great. It's we pretty had a cool. Great huh? time. That's yeah, nice, and they're really great. nice there. They're really nice. Super cool. They've got great drinks and great food. And it's we're kind of doing a half seated, half standing show. Maybe more standing than seated, but. There are tables for those that just cannot stand for an entire show, so that's fine. But, um, you know, it's fine. You Who know. are these people? What's yeah. wrong with them? Uh, <laughs> well, you know, my parents. That's true. <laughs> Um, but uh, but no, it's going to be fun. And I'm excited that, that Sabrina's band is on, is on the, the ticket. Because, now, this is her
1: solo band?
2: Uh, Their solo, solo band. Their solo band, sorry. No, it's fine. You're right. Um, they, yeah, are just kind of launching into this and doing more and more stuff. But as I said, they're going to be out with Giant Dog for a little while. So it's going to probably take a little second to get back into it. But um, I went to see them the other day at um, Sagebrush. And it was such a good show. And they're just so entertaining. And um, they have, you know, Benjamin from uh, Pelvis Wrestling. Oh, man. And man. Like, it's such an incredible band. I love Benjamin band. so much. And they all were like, at the Sagebrush, they all had clown makeup on. And they were doing like synchronized dancing. And it was just too cool. It's just, yeah. just so amazing and so fun. So I hope people get to come for that because, as I said, Sabrina's going to be out for a while. So it would be fun if everyone could come see that band.
1: Yeah you know in the morning sometimes I have the the news on and the sound off and just kind of like walk by and read whatever headline is happening just make up whatever yeah. story is happening in the world <laughs> to it for myself and one day I had the news <laughs> and I walked by and Pelvis Wrestling was playing on like Fox News and I was like what
2: What is going on who are these people and i
1: put it on and i i like got on instagram and did like the message thing there which is always like i hate it when people do that to me for the podcast but sometimes i'm just so excited i'm like i'm watching you right now you're the coolest people i've ever seen in my life please seriously
2: they are the coolest people i went to
1: a show that night and you know who was playing who? Pelvis Wrestling. Oh, I was yeah. going to see the other band on the thing and oh, wow. and and Benjamin walked through the door and I just freaked out on yeah. him. And he he was like, "Oh yeah, you're the guy that was saying Oh, like, you're that podcast guy. Like freaky okay. guy." They <laughs>
2: are just so yeah. um creative and amazing and just to root like Americana music in such a cool modern synthy interesting way. It's so oh, different yeah. than any other thing that's out there yeah i I just love pelvis wrestling music me too yeah me
1: too that's another good band to you guys to play with definitely similar
2: bring it on man bring
1: it on (laughs) um is sabrina's band uh like a rock and roll band
2: no no it's again like kind of like i said it's um the influencers are coming a little more from like 80s stuff and um the stuff that i heard uh yeah i mean i think leaning more into, like, motels and stuff like that. Right. A little more like that. It's, it's again, it's off-center. Right. But in a really cool way and really interesting Everything way. they do is like that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm excited to do our songs together. It's going to be fun.
1: Yeah. I saw um Sweet Spirit at ACL, like, five years ago or something. And that whole band, but especially Sabrina, just... It's like getting kicked in the teeth. It's oh, yeah. like Iggy Pop. Like yeah, what it must yeah. have been like to see Iggy Pop. Yeah, good, I almost like, wore my good... Iggy Pop shirt today. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Um, I wore Dolly we instead. You wore Dolly, yeah.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, exactly. It's the, it's rare to come across a performer like that where you're just gobsmacked is the word, I guess, right? Yeah, you're just that's like, a good word. You're just watching this person and going, they're so captivating, yeah. you know? And, um, I just, and I it's really a performance, yes, you
3: know, yeah. Like, performance. Yeah.
1: Well, there's also like a rawness to it mm-hmm. that, that you'd think would have gone away when they got sober. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, like yeah. you would have thought maybe Sabrina would have been like, man, I'm a fucking lunatic. You know what I mean? But yeah. they didn't, they just embraced it and were like, I'm a fucking lunatic. Yeah, <laughs> <"Rah!"> you know, <laughs> <Here> <laughs> <I> <laughs> am. amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. 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 Well, I think that's awesome. I can't wait to hear what you guys do together. I know,
2: me too. We're already on to something really cool. We started one, and I really love the idea, but it's very motels It's very cool. So, so I'm excited. <laughs>
1: Skyrocket is doing an 80s show, like all 80s shows. Well, I
2: want to come to that. And
1: the weird thing is that the 80s isn't a genre. No, I know. <laughs> and '80s music is totally different to uh, every
3: person that I, you like. To me, it's yeah, like New Order, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be like Peter, Gabriel exactly, or, exactly. Or <laughs> Oates, or yeah, yeah. Uh, Phil Collins, yeah, Hello. yeah. yeah. White White Snake?
0: Madonna.
1: <laughs> That's the funniest thing is like none of us consider doing a Lionel Richie song, but you're like, dude, yeah. that guy sold like more oh records, God. almost oh, as absolutely. many as Michael Jackson in that the '80s. Was yeah.
2: First concert I ever went to was Lionel Richie. Absolutely, I was like, what era? In sixth grade. Oh, well, I was ten or something, five? so that was no, 80. no. I was in I was in middle school, oh, okay. or I was sixth That's... grade, or whatever it oh, wow. was. So yeah, oh. it was it? was a long, long time ago. Sheila Sheila E was playing she... drums. Oh yeah, Sheena, she... was it Sheila? Yeah, Sheila E played Sheila drums. E, not yeah. Sheena Easton. Wow, Sheila E was playing drums and threw her drumstick at us, and we caught the drumstick. And then they invited us backstage, and we got to meet everybody. We were like five little. Kids alone and they invited us backstage because they felt sorry for us or something. <laughs> really? Were you like behind the stage? Yeah, like it was we were one of those venues the stage. behind the stage. they wow. were Sorry for us because we yeah. had to sit behind the stage. Oh, yeah, yeah, table. yeah. So they invited us backstage, so we went down and met everybody.
1: Do they still sell tickets like that? Those suck. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. I did that once. It was like, oh, you can see so and so for like 19. dollars. Sure, I'll go. Yeah. You're I like, saw people posting terrible. from like
2: the Taylor Swift tour where they were, you know, and they paid four hundred dollars or something for these tickets to go see Taylor Swift. And they were like in the back corner where like they couldn't even see the stage but they also couldn't even see the the like
3: screen
2: so you just yeah. like you it's like listening to the radio watching the back of the yeah. drummer yeah We well, can hear it no they literally couldn't even see anything on stage it was oh
3: crazy
1: oh i bet now that there's no amps or anything on stage oh, and yeah, nobody you know. has there's no monitors you probably
3: so yeah see it's really, really quiet hands. you're like <laughs> <laughs> what's going on it's just drums <laughs> so,
2: except for the fact that at a taylor swift concert every single person in the audience is screaming and
1: singing lyrics. along so. So. do you guys like her Oh yeah, yeah okay. I love. Yeah, I she's love great. Swift.
2: I mean, come on, you can't deny there's some great songwriting there. It's I, pretty amazing.
3: You're right. I you're love. Right. that. Was it folklore? Oh yeah, that record, record is, just, is beautiful. Yeah, the Which, one she did with a couple of the guys from the National or one of the guys. from Yeah, the but National. the new one is amazing too. Yeah,
2: the Midnight's one is great.
1: I I I have a tremendous amount of respect for, her, but it doesn't it doesn't light my fire it when I'm listening to it. now. Well, it's yeah. kind of like Miley Cyrus does. For some yeah, reason, like Cyrus I really respond to her music
2: chutzpah. My yeah. Cyrus is a rock singer doing like pop music, you know, yeah. Yeah. but, um, but Taylor's, it's kind of like a diary threw up on you, you know, that yeah. sort of a thing, <laughs> or like, like a 14, 15 year old yeah. diary, 15 year old's diary just went blah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why you don't like it because that's it truly is like everything. And then he did yeah. this, and then blah blah blah, like every detail. And yeah. then you got wine on my sweater, and then blah blah, every detail. And you're like, okay, get it, you know. But for some reason, that really uh, resonates with a lot of people. You know, they they like it. Yeah. For me, I like to have more, a little bit more sparse, ethereal lyrics that sort of become that your let own you. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: That that leave them, but they yeah. connect with people. Hers they do. do.
2: Yeah, yeah, they yeah. do. Oh my oh, God, yeah. it's as if someone literally had that exact moment in their life.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
2: the same dude spilled wine on their <laughs> sweater. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: happened to me. <laughs> that happened to me. It's funny because, like, the. Are you you're friends with Sarah, Sarah, Sarah S. Yes. L. Hauser? Sarah oh, yeah. Hauser, right? She's we amazing. Last She's year awesome yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Um, that's another producer.
2: Oh, yeah. Person. Yeah. yeah. And, and, out there it sucks doing it. That we have to, like, count on our hands. The women producers in this town but you kind of do it sucks it shouldn't be a novelty
1: it shouldn't but you know i uh i figured it out i think
2: what is it <laughs> i'd love to hear
1: guys i figured it out <laughs> this is what happens when we're little kids like when we were kids someone gave me an erector set tinker toys like yeah. hey build this shit make this thing do this thing and then, then someone gave you like hey look it's Barbie she 's got a corvette, and you can just like you can put a different dress on her if you want from the beginning. people are teaching us to make stuff
3: yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I don't think that 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 sort of now it probably happens a lot more because we've advanced yeah. as a society yeah, yeah. Mm. to include women <laughs> yeah I
2: mean I was, I was half the population I was, more than half I the was population a little rat scallion of a of a kid and I didn't play with anything except for like bugs and dirt so I was outside because I lived on a mountain in Mount Talon Pius in Mernon County in right. you know, California so I was a scrapper I was outside all the time I looked like a little boy I had a bowl cut I wore like corduroy jeans and stuff so I was just a little scrapper you know so for me I I was making things cuz I was like digging like, right. like to make like a, a little world in the ground. But so in
1: general like that. that's not how we are raised. In general, you're right. You're and, right. Here's here's an example. My I have half brother and sister when they were little kids, my stepmom I was a kid too, she would get us uh personalized sweatshirts. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's so nice. Cute. And my brother had a shirt, he was like 2 and it said future president of the United States. Oh my god. My sister's 4. Future Miss America. Really? That's the, that's, that was the, and you're, yeah. even that's then so I remember yeah. that being 70s. like 16 and looking at them both in the eighties and going like, Hmm, Hey, they're setting her up for like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I yeah. hope exactly. she's pretty Yeah because yeah.
3: <laughs> exactly. it's nothing else is going to work out. Yeah. Well, when I was at music school, uh, my roommate was a drummer and the big drama or whatever, the, the. Thing was that there was one female drummer in the department. Right. I forget how many drummers were in the drum department, but probably a lot. And but they were like and literally people were like, oh, chicks can't play drums, man. You know, and that was I mean, that was uh, (laughs) early 90s. It's just so weird. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's 30 years ago, but still 30 years ago, that was still the prevailing attitude of, you know, if you're a female Mm -hmm. musician, you could play guitar or piano or flute. Mm or violent. You know, like it was kind of what we were talking about with the bands, like right. you, know, you can't like these two different bands, you know. Right. It's, like, it's so it's like,
2: interesting like
1: like somebody like Harmony Kelly would be such an anomaly oh walking God. in like oh no, I'm the bass player. Har- right. Like what Kelly. do you mean?
2: You're like I mean, hottest Yeah. yeah. Most <laughs> amazing she's a bass great bass player. player. She's player. an awesome she's bass player. She's a great bass player. Such she's player. A good player. And she's yeah. so just phenomenal on all levels, but that shouldn't be strange, you know. It shouldn't ever no. be pretty strange. No. It's like but I when I started um when I really started like "Quote unquote," producing our stuff, which was really 2019. It wasn't that long ago, but before then, I was always co-producing. Uh-huh. But I, I had a real, like, weird sense of like guilt or shame about calling myself a co-producer. It felt yeah. weird right. because it didn't feel like I had like done enough. Or right. even though I had, I had written all the songs, I had all the ideas. You know, I had a lot of ideas creatively. And every producer up till then that we had worked with, I was always. Completely right there with them, saying, yeah. "What if we do this? What if we do that?" So I was a co-producer, and and when I really started producing myself, I thought, "God, you know, why was I so hesitant to say that I was, you know?" And then meanwhile, like dude, dudes will come into the studio with Andre, like that are producing yeah, a yeah, band, yeah. Yeah. and they sit there on the couch, and Andre's like, um, "What did you think about that?" And they're like, "I don't know. What'd you think?" <laughs> yeah. You know. And, but he, but they're like so happy and easy to call themselves a producer. Failing upwards, you know, because yeah. exactly. they're dudes. And, yep. and meanwhile, I'm in there with Wendy Colonna and I'm like, you know, to Scott Davis, you know, Scott, can you change that bass part? And, you know, yeah, the yeah. drummer, Try can, this, you, do can you this. take your hi-hat out yeah. there? Can you do this? And I'm like super active. And and that's just who I am because yeah. I care about exactly everything that's going on right. and I want to be there, you know, but I hope that more women get into it. I hope they do. I and, think it's. You have a different perspective,
1: yeah. And um, you're a person who isn't scared of asserting themselves. I notice that a yeah. lot with women that that they're scared to assert themselves yeah. to be viewed as a bitch, yeah. But you're just like, hey, no, I, this is the way I want to do this thing. Yeah, it's the I same also, thing you would do.
2: Exactly. But <laughs> yeah. I also know how to talk to people. Like, right, I, I feel right. like that's one of my best traits is that I hopefully, yeah. for at least 90% of the time, I try to propose something with a sense of kindness and like love as opposed to like, you're an asshole. Don't play that bass yeah, I've never here. heard you say anything yeah. like that. <laughs> I would never do that <laughs> because I don't feel that. But um but yeah, it's been a it's been a learning skill set, but it's super fun and I truly believe that because I'm doing it now it feels like I'm making the most authentic stuff that I've ever made.
1: It's so it that's the thing about it is that even though it's like pop music and it's it's based in a lot of electronic non-organic sounds, it is so organic and natural Thank that you. it's like nice. everything you want out of that kind of music. Like it's not fake. Thanks. Uh you know. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. we're kids too, guys. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. It's totally like yeah. you don't, you really don't look silly. Yeah, thank
2: you. <laughs> like, oh, good. And I really, and <laughs> I don't want to be that, like, I don't want to be that kind of the side of pop. Like, I. It's not that I don't like that side of pop. I'm just not that side of pop, like for instance a side of like like primo or something which Sh- primo does like that so yes. well Yeah. right primo's killing it at that like that's not my side of the pop world my yeah. my side of the pop world is not like have a dance hit you know my side is like i always just wanted to make people shake their asses a little bit you yeah. know and like there's dick, nothing
1: wrong with that no i love a good groove all. yeah you
2: yeah know? So I think we were
3: talking about that when we played 310 and we played when
2: we played with you the 2 years ago Was it ago? that go- show yeah, or the one It was last the first year? it was the first but show when we we did played show. all about
3: love yeah. is the last song that's like oh, the that real was last Yeah 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 last, that year, was last year but this kind of very disco-y, new disco or whatever you want yeah. to call it and looking out in the audience and seeing a bunch of people that I did not know personally but just getting their groove on yeah, you know it was so like makes oh this so is happy. really great yeah. Yeah, because, you know, we used to play so many like listening rooms and right, right, right. Know, everyone's, yeah, everyone's yeah. like, you yeah. know, it is like the flip side. Because before, we, you know, you play a bar and everyone's talking, and you're like, oh, if they'd only shut up and listen. <laughs> right. And then you play a listening room and everyone's yeah. sitting there staring at you. And you're like, right. Can you guys like, are you there? Right. You know, you, you know, can you give us a sign? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's just funny. Now
2: I love to see people dancing.
3: Well, it's
1: funny because you can, you can be, you can make the kind of music that is oftentimes disposable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but put enough into it where it's not not disposable yeah which yeah. is it that's a t- that's a hard thing to do you um, know what i mean i mean the village people there's no depth going on there like <laughs> yeah, but
2: there's a great dance that goes along yeah that, i know so.
1: but yeah.
2: Yeah. timeless dance <laughs>
1: timeless <laughs> dance where you spell out ymca yeah. unbelievable work those guys did uh, <laughs> especially the cop ground, breaking yeah. ground yeah, he really held the
3: whole
0: oh, band together. You
1: yeah. know, have you ever read stuff about them? No. You know, he was like completely homophobic. What? And yeah, he really? was like really mean to all the other That's dudes. So I did not Those know that. people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, re- it was. Is there a documentary such... about them? Oh, that really, I don't. It might have, have been one. That. Have you ever watched like like those weird fifteen yes. minute documentaries on YouTube? Like no. I'll get stuck and I'll be like, yeah. I've never even heard an accept song. Let's see what yeah, they're all yeah, about. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we did watch a couple really bad ones. I don't remember who they were. We were like, this is awful. Oh God, I think they were on Hulu or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So 80s music is not a genre. Yeah. It's it's an era, but there's a lot of music that comes along with it. What were some of your, like out of that, that informs this music like New Order or like
2: oh yeah I mean definitely all the like Peter Gabriel Kate Bush um, all that stuff like the police oh, I mean what's the song
1: with the oh. cool drum rhythm with the tom thing oh, in it
2: oh you mean the cover that we did no which is that Bush the one song? that has it no no uh, no on yours oh on mine is it
1: on Life's What You Make yeah, It yeah yeah
2: yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's,
1: that's, that that's reminds like, me of a yeah. Peter Gabriel, yes, uh, exactly. Kate Bush kind of like exactly. programming. I love yeah, that yeah, stuff.
0: yeah. And that's me too. Oh kind
2: of why I wanted to do that song because I kind of wanted to lean it a little bit more in that other direction, right? And keep like the talk talk melody and all that, but yeah. like kind of lean it production wise. Yeah, I loved all that stuff, but I mean, I also listen. I also listen to like Pour Some Sugar on Me and all whatever, like all yeah. that eighties rock stuff. I listened to all of that, you know, Journey. Um, all of that Tears stuff. Tears for you know, fears. Tears for fears. Depeche um, yeah. Mode. Depeche Mode was huge. Yeah. Police yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, so you know, I, I was I had a pretty wide net, but um, but back then the radio was kind of a wide net too as well, yeah. and you would have like one of those rock songs right up against something because it was what was on the Billboard chart, charts, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so they just played that.
1: Oh, I have two Holman things I need to tell you. Okay. One of them went by, and I didn't. I didn't get uh, to assert oh. myself. But one of these things that's uh, when I was listening to this, when was it? I was walking on the trail and I was listening to it, and I was like, "This guy's made a record that, like, if I didn't know you, Hallman would send me the link on. Like, it's totally like a record that he's like, oh, check." Cause you, it's yeah. almost like you made a special album for him exactly
2: oh, wow. <laughs> he, and, he, and I saw this morning that he had gone on band camp and purchased it like, sweet Mark Holman goes on band camp you know, this is someone that we've worked with forever I would have just sent it to him but he pays for our record which is just typically nice awesome it Mark did. Holman um, but yeah because he, he and I always bonded on a lot of the stuff that yeah. you and I always bond on like what kind of music we love And uh, so, yeah, he and he said to Andre on the phone, what did he tell you last night? That he was like looking forward to hearing. Yeah, (laughs) I guess he
3: hadn't really heard it, which is weird. But um, I bet he's going to freak out. Yeah. 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 I mean, Mark and I would go on these uh, down these rabbit holes, you know, after a session. Yeah. yeah, We get it was like a. Not a competition, but it would just be like a, you know, one person would play one yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. And then it, the next person, but it was a response. Right. You know, yeah. so you're like, oh, yeah, that's a cool. And then, but they yeah. would have various themes, you know, we would do usually, like, like 60s garage rock yeah. or something 70s folk or, you yeah, know, right. and then, Good, like but themes. but we would totally do the 80s ones. Oh, my God. Like, but it might start with like Midnight Oil and right. be like in that vein. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the ones with like, um, you know, like more electronic <laughs> stuff was just, those were, you know. Some so cool. I mean, just
1: the coolest. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I love that. that era is so deep with, and it's also so varied. Like you're saying, you know, '80s is not one style, and even like yeah. New Wave was really kind of over by what, like '82 ish. You know, New yeah. Wave like really started oh, that's in the '70s. Other stuff like
2: the Kinks and Devo and all that stuff was yeah. still kind of you know.
3: Oh, Devo or yeah. Yeah, Devo yeah. were full on. Like that yeah. stuff
2: I love too. I just loved all that. Yeah. I I, Freedom
3: of Choice City. is a really amazing record. I just have to. I know it had the big hit, you know, so maybe like diehard Devo fans are like, oh man, they sold out. But I don't know if people. Whip think It was that. on it? Yeah, Whip It. Yeah. But I'll go the, listen to the that. The production album. of that whole record is just, it's so great. The parts and everything and the yeah. sounds. It's that's an awesome record.
1: Yeah. So the other Holman thing was one of the biggest laughs. laughs. I still remember it to this day. And I think I was probably like 15 when I had this laugh. But Holman and I were in the car and he was driving. And there was a commercial that was like, Wednesday. Wednesday. August 25th at the Frank Irwin Center, Lionel Richie And then it goes, and then the, and the music that follows goes, stuck on you. And like, both of us just busted out laughing because they had like the big monster truck guy yeah. voice and then like the yeah. sappiest corniest song like following. Amazing. Oh my followed. god. <laughs> I don't know. I just remember both of us like, that's real. Like, yeah. that's That guy's yeah. not being funny. Like, yeah, that's a not, real commercial. It's not tongue cheek <laughs> yeah. at all
2: because like we can hear sometimes some years we can hear acl fest from our house you know because we're right above zilker uh, and back. he was there and so and he was there and i of course was at home because i'm not going to be down there sweating so i was at home and i was like so i opened my i went out on my deck and i hear him and it's like stuck on you <laughs> and i'm just laughing because i'm going oh my god this is acl fest and I all, know. all these people are like yeah Lionel will he
3: was like the big headliner right he like was? the saturday yeah. night yeah the, but good yeah. for
2: him man yeah. like to be able and you you know, I mean, he is a legend and his music is legendary, but it's great to see young people again going, yeah, man, I can't wait to see yeah. Lionel Richie.
1: Yeah, I'm not crazy about like that Dancing on the Ceiling era, but like stuff like Ceylon, like oh, shit, yeah. this is an amazing oh, song. Yeah. i
2: yeah.
3: have to go back and listen to
2: that. Oh yeah, no, there was some great songs yeah. from yeah. that time, yeah.
1: <laughs> Dancing on the Ceiling is, is not his whole repertoire. No, or the White yeah. Knight song, yeah. remember that?
3: But like Phil Collins, yeah. I mean, he had how many hits like, you know, at the era of like oh, Susudio and, and um, I can't even, think he
1: had two it. hit machines going. He yeah. had two yeah, he factories. Had, he had, <laughs> yeah. He had
2: his own stuff. And then he had, the, yeah. The, the, the one with Peter Gabriel was, Genesis. was Genesis. Genesis. Thank you. Yeah. For my brain. <laughs> the, the one with Peter Gabriel, <laughs> wow. you know, why does that not make sense? No,
0: it no, doesn't no,
1: make like... sense, but it's like,
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I haven't woken up yet. No, it's all right. I love Peter
1: Gabriel. What about, what do you guys think about, uh, it's weird how like now when they go back to like 80s music uh yeah I just saw this thing in Rolling Stone just over the last month and in the top like 50 songs of the 80s or something or of mm-hmm. all time like now running up that hill yeah is, oh, yeah. is like number four or yeah, something but then it was it, it like Ten years ago, it wasn't on anything. Yeah.
3: yeah,
2: yeah. Well, the show just blew it out of the water, yeah.
3: which is awesome. It's, yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I, I
2: couldn't be happier for that. You know, if if anybody discovered Kate Bush for any reason, that's a great reason. I don't care how they find her.
3: I
1: think one of the cool things that has happened is that she, uh, her uh, her being the producer yeah. and mm. the person that's doing all the stuff has like that story wasn't around like mm-hmm. when I first heard Kate Bush. Yeah. Like I just thought she was some lady that was English that was freaky. Yeah. yeah. No, she, she was we really songs. involved in
3: all oh of her God. stuff. Yeah. that yeah. Yeah. Pro- drum f- programming, yeah, oh, the no Fairlight, yeah. the Fairlight. Yeah. yeah. stuff, yeah. Oh it is so
2: complicated and so deep that production. That, on that whole records.
3: record, I think, I would say, if I just uh, single out one record of like why I wanted to, you know, make make records, like produce records and engineer, it would be Hounds of Love. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, oh that, that was
1: a big Holman record. Oh my
3: God. Huge. I mean that side too of it is just incredible and I mean, for, and also
2: like, like for me like Tears for Fear is like Big yeah. Chair oh my
1: gosh oh, wow. you know I Jesus. mean do you hear their last record
2: yes actually I did so good I really yeah. liked it yeah. yeah
1: it's funny how a band can have a sound so distinct I was my grandma uh, was kind of like not doing great last year so I was spending a lot of time in Houston um, and I, you know I'd hang out it, like drinking and smoking weed with my aunt late at night <laughs> after my grandma went to bed and we'd just be listening to music and uh, you know we'd be playing each other stuff from yeah. the phone or whatever, yeah. and I was like, "Oh hey, check this out! Tell me if you can, if you can just tell, tell me who this is."
0: Who is
1: yeah. And like thirty seconds in the song, she's like, "Tears for fears," yeah. and it's. I was like, "It's amazing that you can have that." Because they really I, went back to sounding ex- like it really sounds did, exactly but like Tears there for There are fears.
2: some differences on that new oh, yeah. record. Like I, w- I was kind of surprised because I th- it was a little gentler. Like yeah. it, there's like it's a little kind of more chill. But that also happens when you get I guess older and you just don't want to like go out there and have 18 rockers that you have to perform every single yeah. night when you tour. You right. know But because their other stuff was pretty high energy and this yeah. new record is very like mid kind of. You know what
1: happened. What? Roland Orsball's wife died. Oh, yes. And that had been his wife since like his girlfriend since high school. Wasn't she
2: an alcohol, like a full on alcoholic? I think I don't know, but that's how she died. She
1: was best friends with Kurt Smith, Oh. and so like it was like the three of them were like you know best friends the whole their whole lives basically. And when she died, then he like. Came, came back together and helped him yeah. like finish his song because I think it, yeah. wow. I, I,
2: I'd have to like I saw an interview with them and my yeah. brain is telling me that she was an alcoholic or something wow. I don't want to mi- spread misinformation on your no. very popular podcast here but <laughs>
3: I don't want Roland Ors- <laughs> Ball, yes, telling exactly. me I'm a, <laughs>
2: but talking about my wife something yeah. happened something happened who is yeah. this person I don't remember
3: so the last thing uh, or not it doesn't have to be the yeah. last thing but the last one, thing I'm going to say before yeah. I leave I get up <laughs> I'm out of here <laughs> um <laughs> Speaking of Holman and, and this is connects to you as well, was the fix. Oh yeah, talking about eighties man. Oh fans. Jesus yeah, people yeah. don't yeah. mention, but and I think. I seem to remember early on when Mark and I were working together, and one of our bonding things, like we put on a fix song. He's like, "You like this?" And I was like, "Oh my god, I love the fix." And he was so it was like, "He's like, okay, you're all right." You know, I'm making that up, but you know, but yeah, we totally would just bond over that. I mean, such a cool band. Yeah, and you, I think you and Mark went to we see were, them. I took, I,
1: th- him, I took him to go see them at 310. like yeah, a few that, years five ago. Years ago.
3: Yeah, something like that. But we
1: we got in trouble. Oh,
2: did at you the get show. kicked out?
1: We didn't get kicked oh. out. We got shamed in the, we were right up at the front, like looking at Jamie Westorm's pedal board. And like, oh, nice. dude, can you believe he's got, no, he's got this pedal, he's and doing like, this sh- other one. And this lady like taps us on the back, is like, hey man, I like came, She literally said, this. she's like, I came to watch the show, not hear you guys talk about this guys. Yeah. And we were like, we were so embarrassed. Like we went to the back, like, we, like let's get out of here. We're bad people. Like, we were both like, I'm so sorry.
2: You know, I was just thinking while you were talking about the fix, thinking about, like, why maybe you, you were saying, like, oh, your music about us, that it still has, like, a natural kind of a thing to it, yeah, yeah. you know? And I, that's the thing about all that music from that era. Like, it just really, all the singers were very, like, they weren't, like, protecting their voice, trying to sound just like this. They didn't try to sound like somebody else, which nowadays in pop music, all the girls kind of have the same zhwooshy voice. And, yeah. So everybody sounded authentic, and everybody sang the way that they sang, and everybody... Like, think about the singer in Talk Talk. I mean, his voice oh, yeah. is so odd. Yeah, it's You weird. know, it's weird, yeah. but it worked, and it's, it's cool. like everybody yeah. had their identity, and they were, like, really authentic in that. Nobody was trying to just blatantly rip somebody else off because it would have fit on the radio. Right. They were just doing what they did, yeah. yeah. And I think that's because I grew up with all that music. That that's maybe why you're hearing that because it just I always I always felt like no matter what I do it has to be my voice my true voice you right
1: know? Yeah, your voice sounds great on you. You're a oh, great singer. Well,
2: thank you. I didn't mean that. But no, like, no, no. You, you, you know, are my creative yeah. voice. But yes, thank
1: and you. And honestly, dude, like in a in a band like this, like your guitar playing is is almost like it almost has a bigger spotlight. Like you are wow. you're so you're you. You got to be like the most tasteful guitar player oh, I know thanks. as a person.
2: I agree. Uh,
3: thank you. I I was wondering a little bit. I couldn't help but wonder, just like, well, this isn't very guitar centric. Not that it needs to. It be. It is in a cool way. Is yeah. it okay? Yeah. I mean, you know how it, it is. is in it's the like you never way. hear something how everyone else hears it. I'm I'm so close to it because I've you know.
2: Yeah, he's also like so. This is how little of an ego Andre carries around with him. He's such an amazing guy. And I'm not saying that because I'm married to him. But he really is. Because I'll sit at home and like, I'll make up these guitar parts. And then I'll present them to Andre. And he's like, and I say, you don't have to play that. He's like, no, I really like that. I want to play that guitar part. So he's just like, sometimes he's doing exactly what I did without any ego right, about right. it he's like that yeah. actually fits the song let's yeah. do that but of course it sounds 8,000 times better when he does it
1: it goes with my thing that you have that Mike Campbell thing like the, mm-hmm. nobody likes Mike Campbell because he goes they
3: like like right.
1: like they like the class that he brings to a song like you know yeah.
3: well it's got to fit the song I mean that's yeah. always been my thing and I mean I guess that's also cool parts yeah, yeah I love cool parts I love cool I'm parts just, me too you know yeah I think but like, I love Johnny Marr you know me yeah, like, too like, one Johnny of my favorite Marr. guitar players and it's like it actually took me years to realize what was going on in those because when you hear it, it just sounds like a song. Yeah, and then you have to like really get into it and go, "Oh, actually, this is what's you know, it's yeah. not a guitar that jumps out at you like here's the guitar part." Yeah, you know? which I, mean, think I also of love. Like that,
2: the Cure, like think of the guitar parts And oh, the, the Cure. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're so they're so purposeful. That's yeah.
1: that's my favorite guitar player. Yeah, really, it's that's, brilliant.
2: Yeah, I think and they're so, so. Yeah. chimy and like deep Super and melodic. rich sounding and melodic and yeah. And sometimes they're, if you listen, they're like layered on top of each other. They'll do like the same part and they'll do like three of them or something. Yeah. And it's just this creative chorus kind of sounding. So we do a lot of layering with Andre's stuff too because I love all that sound. It's yeah. so beautiful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. I was saying something before I, I went off on your guitar playing. Oh.
3: You went <laughs> off on my guitar playing? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Fuck you, man. Get We're <laughs> This is the last thing I'm going to say, and I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, <it>. Oh
3: wait!
1: <laughs> I think that's how the podcast should end now. Yeah. <laughs> so we should say, "Say With this slam. is the last," thing, and then just walk out. <laughs> I'll take the picture before, and I'll be like, "That was Andre from Bell Sounds. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. Yeah. I'd like to thank him for stopping by. Um. Uh, yeah. So oh w- what? God. What's what happens now? Do you guys do you guys go out and play in other cities? It's hard to do that. I
2: don't. I don't, I don't do it. I don't yeah. see how, I mean, other than like if we had opportunities in like the Dallas. It just costs Worth, a lot of money. Houston, yeah, yeah. it costs a lot of money. And the thing of it is, you know, obviously everybody has a lot of shit going on. Everybody has families and.
1: We don't and, have bands that will sleep on people's floors exactly. anymore. That's the, That's thing. the other yeah. thing. If yeah. yeah. someone asked have, me to sleep on the floor, I'd be no. like, no.
2: Yeah, yeah, they have jobs and all yeah. kinds of stuff. We have gone to California on little runs because we have still a huge fan base out in the bay area and stuff right. so we did a couple runs over the last few years out there now of course it's really expensive to take yes. five people fly them out there yeah. rent a van um, and you know we're paying for it out of our own money yeah, yeah. so um last time i went I, I have a jewelry design company which you know you've seen yes. And last time I brought my jewelry as merchandise and oh, a- it cost us I think when I got home I calculated I think it was like $6,000 or something it cost us to take the band out there and tour and when we got it was one weekend one weekend for one long weekend $6,000 it took yeah. us between Airbnbs and yeah, yeah. Yeah. and a van and food for everybody the and podium and all that stuff Ugh, paying them for yeah. flights So then, when I got, but I sold all. I sold all this jewelry when I got home. We literally broke even.
1: That's amazing.
2: Literally, only because of the jewelry. Because what people aren't buying any other. I mean, you can only sell so many T-shirts. Plus, how do you carry them? Yeah. Yeah. T-shirts are heavy, and you got to have all those sizes. Yeah. So I carry this jewelry on this board, and I sell it, and it's like hotcakes. People are drunk. They have their credit cards. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great combo to
1: buy something. You can have it at the Pershing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah, it's awesome. It's just such a fun thing to have as merch. So. Yeah, but touring is hard, man. I don't know. It is hard. Yeah.
1: It's it's rough. I just I'm I'm going to be playing sh- with fastball.
2: Oh, fun. Oh, cool.
1: Um, but like not a lot. Yeah. I mean, some But don't they
2: kind of do like a little tiny regional thing and then come back and then Or are they doing like a long one this? They
1: time? do a lot of they do they do package tours from their era. Like oh, yeah. s- like Everclear, Smash oh, yeah, Mouth, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Fastball. Yeah, yeah Like yeah. that, that kind of thing yeah. and uh and they'll go do like sheds or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I'm not doing that They're doing one with Smash Mouth I'm doing like their longer shows But just kind of like filling in
2: Oh that's mm. cool yeah. Well they also had the Ted Lasso song yeah, Which pretty was awesome. huge So yeah. it may have brought a little more recognition Re-recognition or whatever you want to call it Man, do
1: you guys listen to their records? Because that's one thing Like Basketball? having them on the I mean, show back in
2: the day I did I haven't yeah. yeah. listened to much Over of Over the, the last stuff, but... like
1: however long I've been doing this They've been coming on regularly And each like you're like I mean the way is awesome Oh yeah. And uh out of my mind, out of my head. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. But they they're like so they're they're like like Yoda level now. Like
2: they're musically. They're so masterful with melody so and like pulling great. in those kind of um it's you know obviously stemming from like Beatles and stuff like that but sure. they have those great major minor yeah cool weird yeah sometimes jazz almost changes and stuff that just shift them out of like i don't know they're just different and i love their harmonies i love how they do things yeah um i saw i was kind of watching some of their footage of them recording i think they were out at um sonic Sonic yeah yeah, Yeah. and i was watching some of that stuff and it it's um it's cool the way they they still do it all together like that you know it's rare to have a band that's able to like go into the studio like that together after all those years.
1: Yeah. I don't think I'm speaking out of school. It wasn't always, there was a time in the middle oh, where I'm it was not sure. yeah, like sure. that.
3: Right, <laughs> Everybody gets but on now each other's like, nerves. Yeah. But
1: now they all like, I mean, I've talked to them individually and everyone would always complain like, Oh, it's, uh, I just saw Tony the other day. Oh God, the fucking guy. And you know, like <laughs> yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, but yeah, now yeah. the sort of the way that their thing is like so excited, like, Oh yeah, I was talking to, to Joey the other day and we're excited to have you, you know,
2: Yeah, that's great. It's so great because, you know, when it comes down to why the hell are you doing this if you don't enjoy some fucking part of it, you know, because there's so much unpleasant stuff about this business. You know, I always think that when I see people go in the studio and they are having a horrible time, it makes me so sad for them. It's like the studio should be the most fun that you could ever have like yeah. that's your creative time you shouldn't feel like dread yeah. or yeah. that you're scared or like you know that you just have so much pressure because it should be the best work you yeah. ever did you shouldn't feel that way you should just have fucking fun because there's just not otherwise we're on social media we're doing flyers we're doing all the stupid business stuff I hate it. and and yeah and the fun <laughs> part is making the music yeah. so you know, I want people to feel when they go in the studio, like at least they're doing that. And then for good for them for like finding their way back to just enjoying playing together on tour and stuff yeah. like that, you know?
1: I think that it's like with anything like a marriage, they've been together now fucking almost 30 years. <laughs> oh, like at this point, they've yeah. had to have almost broken up a few exactly. times, you know?
2: Of right. course, right. yeah. of course. There must course.
1: have been like a four-year stint where you just can't even look at that person anymore and like hear their voice or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So, okay, there was how... How 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 autobiographical is this song for Fathoms Deep?
2: Um, I I don't think it necessarily is. <laughs> yeah,
1: like if I was Andre and I heard that uh, song, yeah. he wrote it, I'd be because
2: like, I'm sorry. he would be like in <laughs> 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 the first
1: It's <laughs> not all you do I in the work to, make to make keep us together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. No, I in all honesty, Johnny, I write pretty much like ninety percent of my songs either from a prompt or from like watching a TV or a movie or something. So I kind of dive into characters that I'm watching and mm-hmm. like, and I write a lot from that Ray Prim. And I always talk about this, that we both do this because we both are addicted to TV. So we might yeah, as well yeah. like have a write off with it and be <laughs> able to, uh, yeah yeah be able to write songs. And we both do. And I get so much material because I've been with Andre for now 27 years or yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And we're, pretty freaking relatively happy as a married couple yeah yeah there's not a lot of drama we're not throwing each other's clothes out the window right. you know it's not like that so I seek what, what happens is like I'll watch something and then I start writing the song and it brings back those feelings from other experiences that I've had and I feel like I dive back into the original experience through somebody else's eyes almost
1: That's great. And also super healthy. You don't have to drag yourself through the mud, you know, to get songs out.
2: Well, I mean, yeah, I I still feel like there's a lot of emotion and thought, you know, like the most autobiographical one on there is new kind of sad because both my sister and and a good dear friend um, has have been going through deep, deep, deep depression for years, you know. And so for me, it was kind of like, especially during the pandemic, having to like really be there and show the fuck up for some people because they were just not okay you know um but you know often i'll just seek from from other spaces and it works really well because there's always a bit of me in there i mean there's chimera
3: is from that show Yeah,
2: chimera i wrote from uh, euphoria it's about rue and jules relationship it's about them because chimera is like this elusive thing it's like elusive and you can't really ever have it You know, and and that's how kind of their relationship is in euphoria. It's like what it seems it is, it's actually not kind of a thing, you know, and they're darker than they're letting each other see, you know. so I'm
1: scared of watching that show because I'm scared it's going to make me feel old.
2: Oh, God, you should watch it. It's, it is, you are old. I want to yeah. If you have not watched that Is it like
1: teenagers on drugs and having sex?
2: Yes, except for it is one of the best television shows I've ever that's, watched. I've and heard like that too. The cinematography and the way that they use music yeah. in that show as like an emotional, um, g- like, uh, it's like a booster. Yeah. For everything that's happened, the music is used in one of the best ways I've ever seen in a TV show in oh. Euphoria. It. it is brilliant i can't i'm not cannot stress this enough it's one of the most amazingly heartfelt gnarly crazy beautiful shows i've ever seen in my life wow i can't recommend it enough you Maybe might be I old just, I just but finished, you'll still be like in awe yeah yeah
1: i just finished ted lasso
2: oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's, i love it yeah so see good. everyone's old on ted lasso we get to all yeah, be yeah, old yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then your old friend said there was something i wrote down about oh chimera great song come here, come here. oh that's 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 uh Andre rocks this jam, is what I wrote. Yeah. That literally says it. But I love the 16th hi-hats. Yeah. Always a fan.
2: Yeah.
3: Somebody texted me the other day, and it was like, they they said uh, something about New Order and Chimera, which is funny. Oh, I because de-
2: of that 16th hi-hat? Well, it's actually, I think it's that.
3: the snare drum, is like, I think that was very... Oh, of, and the, there's like that synth t- bass in the verse that's yeah. like... Dum. Doo, doo, yeah. Doo, 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 yeah, like that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, actually, yeah. if you solo the drums and the bass, it almost yeah. sounds yeah, like a New Order. What, what was, but it? I love the that. movie uh
1: Twenty Four Hour Party People." Did you ever see that? Uh-uh. Oh God, mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah, it's, isn't that about rave culture? No, what maybe that? that's. Yeah, no, I think that one has the. It has it. It has those guys from New Order uh, recording, and the the engineer guy puts the drummer on the roof.
2: Oh my God.
1: And he's like, just sit there and doing the 16th notes. And I'll tell you when to stop. Wow. And so there's a scene where they go down into the control room and they start recording. And they're like, "Oh, let's just fuck off and go get a... A beer. Let's Leave go to the pub. There? And so, like the shot is them walking out the door, oh and the god. camera goes up, and the dude's just <laughs> yeah. like just dying, and they're just walking to the pub. Oh my god, that's
2: amazing. Um, so that that word chimera, like it's not anything I've ever come across in my life, in all honesty. But you know, Dave Madden here in Austin has yeah, yeah. this amazing songwriting group, yeah. right? And um, so there's like what forty of us or something in this songwriting group, and every year he gives us four prompts. And, uh, the, and last year it was Chimera, and there was a couple there. I got a couple songs. Oh, four, well, Four Fathoms Deep, one of the words was fathom. Right. that he gave us so sometimes that's just enough to get my brain going is just yeah. to have one word to write off of you know just those are like,
1: so helpful i
2: think they're so helpful and you know i hope more people use that kind of it's a lot of people stuff. doing yeah. it nowadays it's yeah. so yeah. It's, good. it's so helpful and what i love about his group is it's every two weeks right as opposed to every week because everybody's so busy and then the stress of having to turn something in every week yeah. sometimes takes all the fun out of it but for two weeks I get to actually like produce up a whole song yeah. instead of just having an iPhone demo. Nothing wrong with an iPhone demo. Yeah. They're great. <laughs> they totally are awesome. But for me, I want to use that time to like dig in, you know? So yeah. I get to send off of these almost done productions. It's super fun.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. man So exciting.
0: It is
2: fun. I wanna write a song
1: with you. Yeah, like let's that. Let's do it. You're like a beat maker now. We that's <laughs> what you are. That's what they would
2: that's what the kids would say. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it.
3: <laughs> You're a producer. You make beats.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend yeah. Jana Pocop, her friend uh, that she's been going to Berkeley with in, in in New York, Berkeley School of Music. He he fe- he recently discovered us. Alex, he goes oh. by Flower Boy, and he's he's like, let's. Cl-. He wants to collaborate now, and I'm like, yes, I want to collaborate with people I don't even know. Like, let's yeah. do it. You know, it's awesome.
1: That's yeah, funny. I'd love. I really like just the stuff that you guys have. Like the stuff you're coming up with as a writer. as a producer. Yeah. Like all it just it's amazing.
2: Yeah, let's do something together.
1: Yeah. I love that snare drum sound, that soft machine snare drum sound. Oh, it's yeah. so good. That's how I that's my problem with 80s music is a gated snare drum. Like once that came in and everything yeah. was a shotgun, it just was like that. <laughs> it just killed my vibe.
3: Yeah. That's when I was watching this interview with Daniel Lanois and at one point, it's like this three hour interview. It's really good. Um, but he's like, he's like, I never did that. He's like, I'm, I'm the one guy who never did that in the eighties. No, didn't do that. Yeah. 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 Well, that's why his records I still listen to. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But he was so funny how he was like, he's like, I'm really doing everything the same that I did in the eighties, but I didn't do that. You know, like he's really proud of it. That's
2: like something he's focusing on. Yeah. It's so funny.
3: It was invented on a Peter Gabriel record though. Yeah. Intruder. Yeah. That's right. Yeah yeah <laughs> you watch all those things that oh yeah, yeah. But they, there was one of those what was, what was that one that was like Nerds. here's the gated yeah. reverb sound and it's like yeah they kind of missed the mark on it
1: oh yeah it's yeah. <laughs> anyway, even worse yeah. do you guys do you guys ever watch those sunset sound round tables
3: yeah i've watched one of them yeah 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 those are great i've never watched them. they're really cool
2: but you know what like i think part of the fun for me is that i'm I I know what I like, but I also don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And I don't know like what the sound actually is or where that originated because I'm not a nerd like y'all. And I don't like sit around and like focus (laughs) on the technology. Right. But I just focus on what makes me feel good in the moment. So I kind of love that because I feel like maybe that's why people respond differently to our stuff because there's like combos of things that maybe wouldn't have been put together because there are a lot of bands right now doing like modern 80s sound. I even have a playlist that I've created called Modern 80s sound and um, there are like a lot of them but they're all way more like kind of niche authentic to right. like exactly what, exactly like, yeah, yeah yeah that dance like primo
1: like. was doing that a couple years ago yeah like and, extremely and even the lyrics were like
2: yeah i'm going like delorean with, and like yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah 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 exactly and that's yeah. awesome like i but i don't know i don't I don't have that in me to like stick to my guns right. on one direction. I want to like fill the whole coffers, you know, and like, right. all the stuff, which also includes music from the seventies for me. So, for me, you know, there's a lot of stuff in there.
1: Yeah, blended. Did I ever ask you in the Bay Area? Did you ever see Jellyfish? Like when they were still a club band?
3: No, mm-hmm. I think I never they had did. already. Well, Busted you were out. you were living there, so uh... yeah, because they don't... weren't
1: they weren't like. I don't think they played a whole lot uh-uh. before they got a deal. No.
2: I don't know that that would have been my thing. Your jam? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Hmm.
2: But it seemed like a lot of the people that were kind of came up in the Bay Area kind of ski from the Bay Area. It, like
3: counting it crows? I yeah, mean, it's they not went, like right? they, they went slogged to it out and, in the clubs. Yeah. It's like they made really good demos, got a deal, and yeah, went to LA. Yeah, so. I mean,
2: you know, everyone kind of left because there wasn't any business there. So yeah. Yeah. Was
1: Third Eye Blind from there? Yep. yep. Yeah. yeah. That guy's
0: a I piece that, of work.
2: I met that guy yeah. one time. Me too. Woo! Oof, me too. I, I, I didn't need exactly. to meet him again. We, I met well, him. He we was we on studio.
0: Yeah, no, it was I'm even sure worse. Was, I'm no, sure
1: no, he no. I Was I, it was, it, I yeah, saw we him do it? Yeah, went
0: to their studio,
3: huh? Yeah, <laughs> he did. No, we both. Well, did. Well, We oh. went to yeah. their studio to meet like the guy, the engineer, and then what's his name came in, and kind of just.
2: He was so stuck up in such a damn. Yes, yeah. He was complaining
3: about. Something They were on tour with the Stones, but he seemed yeah. like yeah, yeah. He, was, he was really put out. You yeah. know? That's exactly, like, that's his whole trip. Dude.
0: Yeah. You know, well, so uh, many
3: people would love to be in that position. Don't need to hang with know, people anyone. like that.
1: I heard a great story about him from a guy that was there that night that hated him too. Oh, really? Because I was like, why did they invite this guy? Throw us the
2: like, tea, Johnny. To,
1: this is a terrible story. I can't believe it. I might edit it out. But yeah. <laughs> the story goes that Lars Ulrich and Sean Penn hung out all the time because he lives yeah. up there and and so did Lars or does and so uh, it, every once in a while this guy would show up and be part of their thing but they only called them when they needed coke and they couldn't find any oh. and so <laughs> apparently Sean Penn was like watch this and so he went up and pretended to be on a phone this was like 1999 2000 in the entry of the place and that guy walks in Stephen Jenkins mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and goes like hey Sean and Sean punches him in the stomach <laughs> He just wanted to punch him in the stomach because he didn't like him, but he was bringing the blow. Like, but that's like, even people that are his friends hanging out with him don't like him. So mean to say. Wow. Well, I, I was on the same label as him, and the lady that that ran Electra at the time, this lady, Sylvia Rohn, like, that was her golden. Like, she oh, yeah. thought that guy golden was like, yeah. she thought that guy was like the new prince or something.
2: Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: No. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Anyway, um, all right, so you guys are doing this July 8th. That I'm yeah. putting this out uh, next week. So it'll be Saturday, this coming Saturday, with the amazing Sabrina Ellis. Yes. And... Um, uh Pershing. And also, you know what? Thanks at the Pershing, yeah, which is normally a private place, but this is a public show for yeah. people can go. Open they should the go public. there. It's yeah. it's, oh, it's so cool. And it's very cool. It's awesome, yeah. and yeah. they do have great drinks.
2: Yeah, and yeah. the sound is great. So yeah. definitely,
1: and I will say this to you: I don't do it anymore. But that place is like the W. Whenever I go to the bathroom, I'm like, where were these bathrooms when I was doing coke? Oh, like yeah. ones <laughs> with the yeah. lock that closed. Yeah, have all the privacy <laughs> in the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: perfectly high countertop yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where, yeah.
1: where were these bathrooms
2: <laughs> I had to like
1: close a stall in Cedar Street or something
0: <laughs> um, oh but I love god. you so much oh my that's god that's
1: a great place though yeah, it's, it's a great really place cool. to see a show Very and cool. you can get food there can't you yeah, yes really, good food. really yeah. good food yeah yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. It's, it's a good it's a good place and man you know I just appreciate in this like post-pandemic uh, world, it's harder and harder to kind of book your band. It used to be yeah. it used to be easier. And I don't really, I mean, I kind of understand why that happened, but it's also really weird. It's real weird. And some of the clubs closed down in the meantime, yeah. and some of the new ones like have new bookers, so you don't have those same relationships. Yeah, <laughs> And I was just kind of frustrated trying to figure out where to do this. And when I it approached her, I got the um, contact from Matt Ott from Black Fret approached her and man she was just right there like just right there to like yeah. create whatever kind of event i wanted to create it was kind of a miracle and amazing so yeah. you know thanks to all those people that are like that still that are like willing to help out some bands here in, in town you know yeah.
1: that post-pandemic i was just i went to lunch with taylor muse uh that used to be choir company the other day and we were talking about gigs and he was like i don't like ever since the pandemic ever since we came back, i don't know who to talk to and exactly. he's like two yeah. people i know anymore yeah. that are Wow. People that book stuff, yeah.
2: Yeah, and I mean, really, I've in the last two years, I kind of put all of our eggs into the 310 shows that we did. Yeah. Because you don't want to book too many shows if you're going to no. play a huge club like yeah. that. And so I wasn't really booking anyway, but it was also the pandemic. And the one yeah. show that we had booked in 2021, we had to cancel because it was like another spike of oh, right. yeah. COVID. So we just didn't play very much. And I really like kind of lost a lot of those relationships that I had with people. Yeah. And now I feel like I'm sort of starting from scratch, but now I really want to collaborate more with different bands that we never played with before. Yeah. Like, I want to, like, I'm going to go on um, July 21st, Dark Birds playing at 310 with Primo and with San Gabriel. Oh. And that's a great local show. I mean, that's amazing. But I want to go, I want to be a part of like shows like that where. Yeah. You know, there's people doing, and actually Como Las Movies and I are going to do, uh, we want to kind of create like a synth-based show that like everybody that does synth stuff is doing yeah, yeah. different, you know? yeah. Um, so we're going to work together on some stuff, and I we're thought actually going to
3: write. It's kind of synth based show. Well, where everyone uses
2: synths in their yeah, yeah, in yeah. A different way. I know, I yeah, know yeah, what you yeah, mean, synth-based. but it almost sounds like it's, oh, yeah. it's a synth based show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only synth based, uh, not synth based. Sorry, based. Yeah, um, based. and also Nelson from Common Loss Movies and I are going to write together too, which I'm excited about for their new record. So
1: I love Nelson; man, he's cool. Those guys when I when they redid my apartment, I had to. I put all my stuff in the storage unit, but I didn't want to put the piano in there. So I, I took it to a studio that didn't have a piano, mm. and I was like, "Here, take this for three weeks, and come movies. Use that there. piano oh, on there. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's I exciting. Love,
2: them. love, love, love.
1: Yeah, they're a great band. They've been doing some stuff with Sabrina as well. Yeah, right? Sabrina has yeah.
2: been joining them, singing some of those parts, like on Cafe and some different songs. Yeah. And I think Sabrina kind of wants to be in that band too. So <laughs> that's awesome. The more that they can do in front of people, the better. Yeah. So.
1: Also, thanks for for reminding me that Sabrina is they. Yeah, because the times change and they change fast. They change fast. And you yeah. got to. And also change, Benjamin from think, uh,
2: Pelvis Wrestling, they them.
1: Now mm-hmm. they them. Okay, because we did go through a thing in AMF in this meeting one time. Oh. And, well, and I, we I, I said, "What do check. you go by?" And oh. he goes, "Call me whatever the fuck you want." Well, then good for <laughs>
2: good for Benjamin to just make the choice. Someone, on it's that.
1: A, Anar and I are friends with him uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Or with them and. We were giving them shit in a, in front of people that didn't know we had a, yeah, rela- had so a relationship, so it looked like
2: you looked like a bunch oh. of assholes. It
1: looked like two yeah. dickheads like bullying this effeminate, sweet guy. Yes, yeah. You and know, you're
2: like no, he knows. No, or no, they know no, no. Like we're totally making fun of him. Yeah, right yeah.
1: <laughs> this is we do it. At, he's part of our gang. Exactly. Like we're not busting your balls because we don't know you well uh, yeah. enough. yet. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I don't know if you're on. Yeah, I don't know if you're on TikTok, but um, but Benjamin has one of my favorite. Genderflu's Gender Flu's Day. It's my favorite. Yeah, the he puts it on Instagram. Beyond. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's so amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Lots yeah, of creativity. it's a
1: they are all those, all these people. We're really lucky to be surrounded by all these people and the new people coming up because oh, I yeah. mean, even though Sabrina's been around for a while, they're fairly new in our mm-hmm. world of you know, people.
2: Yeah, the solo project part yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah, we are in one of the most prolific, amazing cities in the world as far as music. And I think a lot of people don't really even know the depth of the music here. They think of like ACL Fest, but ACL Fest has three Austin bands, you know, playing or something. So they They have a
1: good amount. Okay, it's maybe, usually maybe a good, more, but like, like twelve or something. Okay. <laughs> like it's a, it's. I mean, it's a lot.
2: Like but when you think of like really what's here, right. You know, I mean, there is everything from singer songwriter, full on country, right. like badass, oh, yeah. hip hop, yeah. You know, I mean, writers against the storm and all these amazing, you know, yeah. just great music. Yeah, we're lucky as fuck
1: and original. Too. Like like I just saw Spoon uh, a few weeks ago. And I, Oh, I, at the Anton's show? No, oh, okay. at uh, some place in New Braunfels. Oh, cool. It's outside. Whitewater Amphitheater oh, okay. is what it's called. Yeah. And uh, I, it just dawned, I was like, oh, shit, they're like Cheap Trick or Tom Petty and the Harpers. They're like one of the great American rock and roll bands. Absolutely. Now. They're like one of the, like these, you got to see them before yeah. you die.
2: And another band that every single record gets more insanely great
1: same with you guys I can't I honestly I cannot tell you how much I love this this EP and like I listened to it and I loved it and then like it hit me one day when I was listening I was like I I, it's not that I needed to listen to it for to get ready Mm. it was like I was learning all these songs for this Paul McCartney thing, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go for a walk. I'm not gonna listen to Paul. I'm gonna listen to Four, <laughs> Four Fathoms Deep." Oh,
2: thank again. you. Yeah,
1: That's awesome. really. Like you, you guys you really have discerning
2: taste, so that makes me feel good. I
1: That's do, funny. and I mean, you guys really like it. it's fucking great. They're great songs. Thank you. A- amazing production. Phenomenal. Yay.
2: Phenomenal. Woo-hoo.
1: Yeah, great work. Go team. People can find you guys at the thebellsounds.com. Uh, yes. Four Fathoms Deep release party. EP release party uh, Saturday, July eighth at the Pershing with Sabrina Ellis. Doors at eight PM. Uh, go to uh, bel- the Bells. Doors
2: at seven. Doors at seven.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: What did I? I think so. Why it's did fine. I do that either way. They I, can come I think I'm going by something I saw. Seven assault. or seven thirty. Whatever. <laughs> also,
1: you know what I like? <laughs> no. I like what those, do you? Like? I like those things you do. Natalie Price is doing one too right now. The thing, she has a great oh. song oh, out today the too. Graph posting. Yes, where it's a block thing. I've
2: been doing. Yeah. That seems that for like something so long. I wouldn't
1: be able to do. Dude, it seems you, like something where everything would come you out. like Don't start wrong. doing it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> because you have to post in threes all the time. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, you, you, I don't. But I think it's cool. It looks really good when I don't you go to the page, yeah. but. But, I, but you have to keep you, you don't have to keep it up, it's just that then it will look really weird, if you're. but you'd have to wait until every third post that it realigns in Instagram, yeah. you know?
3: Right. But that could be cool. But it
2: looks cool to, to do it that way, so I tend to keep it like that.
1: Yeah, it yeah. looks real cool Thanks, when you man. go look at it. I went and looked at the page, and it's on, mm-hmm. on the computer too, not just on my yeah, phone, and it I was looks, like, oh, this it, is really cool. Because it makes yeah. the
2: image look so nice and big and yeah. Kind of special.
1: Yeah. Instagram. <laughs>
2: Oh God! Let's not get Don't into get it.
1: it. Anyway, all right, you guys. Thank Thanks you so for much having for having making this. There was one other question before we go. Sorry before <laughs> and I then before you go. That's that it. That's, that's the last say. thing. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> um, feed Rosie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how much does the does the rest of the band? take part in the making of these records? Like how Um, much Emily Shirley is on there?
2: So basically what I'm doing nowadays is I'm creating like basically every single part at home Mm -hmm. and then we're going into the studio and, Mm re-recording like either drums or bass or Mm -hmm. whatever so they're all pretty much doing what i've already set down in the demo or the nice proper demo yeah um but emily's mostly just vocals these Mm -hmm. days um and danny's playing drums and greg's playing bass and or sometimes synth bass but on this record just main bass um so they're really amazing about, again, like similar to Andre, about just listening and going, I really like that. And that works for me. And I'm going to do that part, you yeah. know. Um, and because it is kind of like a clock, the inner workings of a clock. Like yeah. every single part works together to make this thing. Right. And um, so they've been really uh, gracious yeah. about that. And they're all great players. yeah. So I've got Greg, Danny Pekiro, and Emily Shirley, and Andre and myself. And that's it. No other people on this project it,
3: it's crazy how emily's voice and noelle's voice like they blend together when i'm yeah mixing, i don't like, know who's i'm just like wait i'm trying i'm turning up one of them like oh wrong one you know it's it's uncanny and it's because, amazing
2: because her her stuff on her own the emily shirley project she sounds really different but when she yeah. sings with me our voices kind of fill into one voice it's is really that the two cool. of you
1: guys on witness
2: yeah, she's on like, every single okay, song. Okay. She and yeah. I sing on everything okay. together. Yeah. In a way, and that's in the way that, we're circling back as we're about to end this podcast, um, to then to Lucius, you know, to Lucius, which is that those women's voices right. are like, yeah. So they're they're one voice because they're singing everything together. Right. You know, so Emily and I, we have always been that way with the Bell Sounds. It's magical.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah. It really is. Well, man, thank you so much for making <laughs> what is so far my favorite album yeah. of the year.
3: Thank if you, anyone tries to
2: beat us, I'll fucking kick the shit out. of
3: Yeah, we got six months. We're just gonna. <laughs> well, last year that <laughs> Adrian. That Adrian yeah. Kassala, oh, I need some cocaine <laughs> Yeah,
1: <laughs> I want to start Here, doing cocaine this. in my fifties again. <laughs> That'd be the sad, uh, wouldn't that? Can you imagine? Are there 50 people? I'd love to see that. I want to go to a place where there's people in their 50s on code and yeah. just kind of like like ask them questions. Just talk to them. How you doing? You about to die? <laughs> just the thought of it makes me feel like oh, I should have 911 like program. Yeah. I'm too Speed old dial. to have like, Do yeah, you know yeah, yeah.
3: Bracelet things, you know. <laughs> Medical alert. It's found
1: with his keys in his hand shaking. Yeah thank you guys so much thanks, for doing Johnny. the show congratulations yeah, everyone get out there to thebellsounds.com if you live in Austin go to uh, the Four Fathoms Deep release party this Saturday July 8th at the Pershing doors at 8pm or 7pm sorry just yes. fix it and I read it wrong yeah. the great Sabrina Ellis thanks guys i
0: seen quite like this before
1: That was Noel Hampton and Andre Moran. The Bell Sounds, the song you're hearing there is New Kind of Sad. That's my favorite song so far on the record. It's my summer jam, if you will. If you will. I want to thank them for coming on the show. Gang, get out there uh, this Saturday, July 8th at the Pershing is their Four Fathoms Deep EP release party with special guest Sabrina Ellis Doors at 7 p.m. Find out more about it. Get tickets by going to thebellsounds.com. All right? I want to thank Andre and Noel for coming on the show. I love them. I do. I love them. Love, love, love them. Anyway, uh, gang, when you're out there check it out at the BellSounds.com, don't forget that you can subscribe to this podcast wherever it is that you find podcasts. Do not subscribe on Stitcher as it is going away. Okay? Do the Apple podcast. Do the Spotify. Do the TuneIn. Do the Overcast. Wherever it is you find podcasts. We're everywhere out there. Google Chrome. Uh, Google Chromecast or whatever, whatever it's called. We're on it we're there baby we're on your Alexa tell them hey play how did I get here with Johnny Gowdy do all that stuff hey Google it's me Johnny say hi hi to my
0: favorite person are you in the mood to
1: play or chat I'm doing my podcast intro leave me alone anyway I want to thank Noel and Andre for coming on the show subscribe to this podcast there'll be more shows coming out this week this is just Monday happy shut up lady Happy, happy Independence Day, and and be safe out there. Okay, uh, take care of your dog. Protect the dogs. Let's get down.